Mike Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 135 of the Kiss FAQ Podcast. You are stuck with the three of us this week. Mark, Marcus Almighty, Ken Ken 69 Blizzard, and myself, Lonnie Weissar, SCL Kiss on the board. So, no Julian again this week. Julian's busy. He's under some top secret um, mission to (laughs) release something very nice for us in the future. He won't even tell us what he's doing. So, we'll just have to wait and see. So, in the KISS world, KISS performed two shows over the weekend, one Friday night, one Saturday night, um, in Chicago and in Minnesota. Shorter set lists mm-hmm. for festival. Kept flaming youth in there, which was fun. Love Gun made, made an appearance when it was missing from the last, maybe third of the European tour. Love Gun earlier in the set list, too, maybe before um, some issues <coughs> setting out. in later in the later in the set. So it's interesting, Lick It Up and Love Gun, both earlier in the set, when traditionally, at least for the last several years, they've been later in the set list type songs. And that might be yeah. to save Paul's voice. Yeah. For it's, sure. It's totally to save his voice. For sure. And really almost as a switching back and forth with the set list of Paul rarely doing two songs in a row with switching back and forth with Gene and then Tommy with Shockney mixed in there as well. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Did, now, go ahead. I was just going to say, I didn't catch any of the set list. Was there anything, uh, any sort of surprise? Or was it just more of the usual? Very standard from what they had done recently on the European tour Flaming Youth did stay in there which was maybe a surprise to some that it's that it's staying in there it's Mm -hmm. kind of fun that it's it's Flaming Youth I mean I guess a lot of people in America haven't heard him sing that yet so that's exciting anyway I mean I'll just run through the set list here real quick for those who don't know it was Deuce Shout It Out Loud Lick It Up I Love It Loud Love Gun, Firehouse, That's Shock Firehouse. Me. Yeah, that doesn't go on that often anymore. No, you don't hear that. They kind of used to be the standard, but they've kind of said, that, okay, you know what? We can't breathe fire after a song <laughs> other than Firehouse. <laughs> uh, Firehouse, Shock Me, Flaming Youth, God of Thunder, Say Yeah stays in the set list, War Machine, Psycho Circus, Black Diamond, Rock and Roll Night. And then Cold Gin, Indie Short Rock, City for the Encore. A greatest hits type set list. Flaming Youth mix in there, a little gem for the fans. Kind of the same standard that they've set for the last few years with maybe one not-so-standard song in there. They've, although they've been playing Flaming Youth a lot lately, but Flaming Youth is still pretty cool to hear live. Something you probably thought you'd never hear them play live. Yeah, yeah agreed. So, two shows over the weekend. I've heard people say they were... I've heard people online say, oh, 
they sounded terrible. I've heard pe- heard people say online that they sounded great. They're great. You know, you can't <laughs> you can't take a YouTube video clip for what it is. You have to experience a show live. So I've heard I've heard great things about the shows over the weekend, and I've heard horrible things about the shows over the weekend. So it just depends on your preference, and it depends on how big of a downer you are. I think too at the same time. If you're yeah. down on everything, you're not going to like it. If you're more positive on everything, say hey, I get to see my favorite band still playing in 2017 I think you're going to walk away from the show happier that's yeah fine. I think that's just it's just par for the course I mean the last couple of tours we've had that pretty much all the time people, there was either people who were into it especially I found that people that were attending the shows were really into it and uh, you know uh, the, the YouTube watchers were usually had something different to say about it for sure yeah I, th- I think the people that are they're the hardcore fans that are going are a little more excited than the the keyboard critics, yeah. if you will. <laughs> Other things, uh, the Gene show at Riverside was canceled. So Ken and Julian don't get to go and put Alex in their trunk as they drive, which is a little oh. disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, an, there's, I think, another one canceled, too. I don't know if it's the one in, is it Funner? Funner? I think I don't want to say it's, that's what it's called. Um, but I think the one in, the one in Harrah's uh, Casino, um, Southern California, is still going on. That was the, that would have been the day before the Riverside show. Um, but yeah, we're, you know, kind of bummed about that. Don't know what happened. I, I'm, I'm assuming that it's a lack of ticket sales. Um, didn't meet the minimum by a certain period of time, you know, that kind of thing, maybe in the contract or something, but, or something came up, <laughs> you know, who knows? So, uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to see him at another show. I think the boss is going to join us. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, he just messaged me. <laughs> I'm going to add him in here. So you're not stuck with us this week. Um, you will get to hear Julian here. If you just bear with us, we may have to do some editing. And Julian has joined us. Welcome, Julian. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm late, but, you know, I ran out of beer and had to go get more. Julian has listened to some of the episodes that he's not been on and decided that enough's enough. He's back on the show with us. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> No, I, I totally decided that I don't actually need to be here. Uh, you guys are doing a fine job, so uh, hasta la vista. So, Julian, we were just talking to Ken about the Gene show at Riverside being canceled. Yeah. Julian's disgusted, and he's reaching for his beer. I'm reaching for my fucking free front row tickets, yeah. Gene. <laughs> I'm, I'm not amused. I... No, there must no. be a reason. It was. Um, I, I did find a skeleton for the page at the venue that said it was sold out, which has now been removed. So uh, weird. One mm-hmm. of the things I did see on Facebook today, so it must be true, because I read it on the internet, is that a drummer change is happening in the band, and who mm. knows? But uh, maybe it wasn't sold out because someone did post a picture of a Groupon for the show. So if you're doing Groupons for your concert, maybe it's a problem. It, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? The, t- the ticket, I mean, these tickets are 150 a pop, so. Really? Unlike nice. Peter Chris's, it did not come with a fucking meal. <laughs> yeah. My jeans show was like 30 bucks. It was a steal. 
Uh, it was a reverse deal. <laughs> yeah. You have to remember, we pay higher. T- we pay much higher taxes. You guys don't live in the Midwest California. either. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, today on the show, we have some different topics. We're going to see how, how they go. And if we run out of gas, we have other things to talk about. But in relation to Gene, one question, one, one thing we were thinking about, I was thinking about was, what if Gene were to do another solo album? Now, I know, for for lack of better terms, I know asshole left a bad taste in our mouth, but <laughs> that doesn't sound oh. good. Does it? Nice. Oh, oh, but edit, edit that out of her phrase. <laughs> but, 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 but what if Gene did do a, a second, a third solo album, and took it seriously? I would rather he did a second solo album and took it seriously, actually. Right. I agree with that. <laughs> and then just throw something together in a, in, in a couple of weeks and just throw it out there. What would you like to see from Gene? Would you Would you want another Gene solo album? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, what, how, what direction would you want uh, Gene sorry. to go? Go ahead, Mark. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to say because, I mean, Gene's the kind of guy that you know has a four track or some sort of recorder running at all times so you know the quality of his writing goes from decent to terrible right so i i'm i, I don't know for, for me it depends who he's writing with sorry we can hear julian typing like he's writing in there a book right now <laughs> not me <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just just sending someone that disco version of I'll Fight Hell to Hold You that I shared earlier on the board. So. Oh, that, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I, I think it depends on who he's doing it with because yeah. if he just does it on his own, I, I smell a very bad record coming our way. Well, if he produces it himself, uh, I mean... The Wendy Yeah, he, he produced a lot of. He produced his first solo right. record. We know how good that was. Well, Sean Delaney, right? Um, yeah. But I think that was more. They were going for some. Uh, they went for a little bit too much stuff. Tried to cram too much different styles of music onto one album. Now, if you can keep focused, uh, either on more Beatles type music or rock kind of straight ahead rock music um just kind of keep focused on the style that he's doing um and uh i guess he wouldn't rework his demos because he's going to put it out separately so i would hope for some new songs i guess uh newly written songs and hopefully hopefully he can you know you know put out some i guess i i don't want to say stuff that sounds like today's music because a lot of today's music is crap in my opinion uh, except for a few uh, bands still doing some good stuff so it's possible um, and again it, he could produce it himself if again he can focus himself maybe he needs a producer to focus on say hey you're just going to do this style of music let's keep it all kind of the same and go down that path um uh, he can do all kinds of stuff, but I hope he does something that's just maybe more like his Kiss Rock um, 
you know, something even back like Dress to Kill style. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, back that period of time. But, you know, it's all a mental thing, uh, how you write from, you know, how he was writing back then to now how he would write a song. But but the thing is, though, if he's if he's releasing this box set of all these yeah. demos and stuff, is he's not going to yeah. be able to scoop from any of this stuff anymore. He's going to have to start writing new material from scratch. It's, exactly. Mark, it's not it's not all of his demos. It's, he's uh, got I just, more than I, that. I just yeah. asked Adam about some of the stuff that they wrote together, whether it's going to be on there. And he's like, no, there's going to be... I'm not going to even tell you how many, because uh, I'm a dick. Um, you know, X, X, X amount of the songs on, and not the one that you just asked about. So, uh, three people oh, okay. listening to this, don't worry, he won't tell us either when we when we stop recording. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I I totally believe that he has more than a hundred or fifty or however many songs are going to be on their demos floating around because it seems like a like a machine. Machines. He's a songwriting machine. He'll just write ten songs, and whichever, and if one of them works, great. And we'll just yeah. bag these other nine for for later on. Whichever idea is the best, I'll go with that. And these other ones can just collect dust. But I don't see, I don't see it happening anytime in the near future because he is um, pumping a lot of his. It seems like he's pumping a lot of his creative focus into this box set finally that we heard about for the first time what 2004 2005 maybe yeah. is when we first started hearing about this and then we haven't heard anything about it for maybe the last 10 11 years and yeah. then suddenly he's back and he wants to do this finally it was originally gonna be called monster remember that yeah but that was <laughs> but that was obvious there. obviously that was more uh, than five I'm hearing years ago it might be called up. the vault or something like that that's my latest that I've heard. But... No, Julian? <laughs> Julian knows the answer and he won't tell us. We're going to have to keep guessing. No, I don't actually. I, oh. I, just hope it, I just hope it's not freaking lame. I, you know, I hope it's something, oh, yeah. demon, something demon-like, something that you immediately associate with Gene Simmons, a word, or I, I, I don't know. You know, something that Paul Stanley hasn't written as a song for, you know, so don't call it the God of Thunder box, you know, nothing like that. Just something very Gene, the unholy box. See how I like that. Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> Demos from so no, I, I think Gene could do another album, and I think we might get another Gene album, but I don't see it happening, unfortunately, in the in the real near future. But it, it seems like Gene's one of the, maybe the only member of the band that's really being creative at this point, going out and doing solo shows in, in the band's downtime and releasing something on his own. It's more than you hear from the other three, at least at this point. It seems like maybe Gene's got some creative juices flowing for the first time in a while. So well, right now, he, right now he's got the Gene Simmons band, which are an awesome bunch of musicians, regardless of whether there's a drummer change right now. Um, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him get together with with them and at least do an EP. You know, let let's see mm -hmm. how these guys translate. They, they're badass from the recordings I've heard of their performances with him. They seem to click musically and be able to pick up the backbeat for him and cover him and augment him properly. So, you know, why not go with the guys he's working with? And I don't give a fuck if he uh, gets the manure spreader out and recycles the living shit out of anything that's not going on the box because it's Gene Simmons. It's, you know, whether it's a new idea touched by these other guys, it's still Gene in the essence. No, for sure. Yeah. 
I'd rather see that than a solo album. I'd rather him do a side band project, in other words. Oh, like make make an actual band name even kind of thing? or Yeah, the Gene Simmons band. GSP. <laughs> GSB, yeah. GSP. That's awful. Well, MSG. You know, I'm just thinking. Which is awful. <laughs> it, well, it is in Chinese food. <laughs> Julian, we, we we touched briefly before you came on too about the uh, recent shows over the weekend in Chicago and in Minnesota. Shortened set list for the festival. Looks like, from what I've heard, it's the same set list in Minnesota the next night. Yeah, that, that's uh, all, that's all I saw. Yeah, good set. Good, good set again. That? Yeah, it compares to Reno. I I I think it had a few more. I didn't have crazy nights in it, did it? So had a few more classics than we had in April. Um, it was a little bit longer than the European performances. Love Gun was back. Um, to be honest, I have not been on YouTube to listen to anything. I'm waiting in hopes that someone taped it so I can at least hear that sort of recording of it before the fucking cell phones and blown out little mono mics. Yeah. yeah. Butcher, already bad audience. Uh, but I think from what most people were kind of reporting is, you know, it's about what you expect it to sound like currently if not slightly better maybe from a bit of a break between the end of the the tour but the set list it, it's fine it, it i would be happy with it i'd be happy to be at a kiss show listening to that stuff i have no complaints like i said it from reno it, it, it's perfectly fine for what it is rock on yeah it's a kiss show in 2017 yeah god damn it it's a kiss show <laughs> yeah we did the farewell tour 17 years ago. I've considered everything since then a bonus, basically. Yeah, because yeah. so, it could have ended it's seven. It could have ended 17 years ago. It very well. Oh, yeah. could have. So, well, that's it. I guess that's the end of the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I do not. But no, we have more. Um, we talked a little bit. 2017 is actually the 20th anniversary of maybe the last Kiss compilation I was excited about coming out. And that was Greatest Kiss. I was excited about it coming out because Kiss was the biggest band in the world at the time. I was proud that my favorite band was the number one band in the world. And even though it was recordings I already had, repackaged, it did have that cool new version of Shout It Out Loud that was that MTV video that you saw on MTV a few times. It was the same, you know, um, audio for that. So I was excited about that. And I remember finding it, actually. It, it, well, they released Greatest Hits, I guess, in the UK when they went to the UK, yeah. like in November or December. And there's a lot of different versions of Greatest Kiss out there with different track listings. And I actually found it at my best buy a couple weeks before it was released in the U.S. I found a European version of it. And I was looking at it like, well, this is different than the track listing I saw online of what it's supposed to be like in a couple weeks. I, you know, I genius that I am put two and two together and figured out it was a import. So what, what about you guys? Were you guys excited when this album came out? Or, are you, were, you, or were you over new releases by that point in 1997? I think it was our first sample of some of the remastered versions of these songs. We still had the old CD quality of all those Kiss songs. They sounded, I think, 
the best they sounded on on CD at least to that point when that album came out. What about what about you guys? Were you excited about that? Were you just like, or did you just roll your eyes by another Kiss compilation at that point? <laughs> well, back then, back then I was more excited about any kind of release because uh, they were kind of back at the time. Um, but uh, you know, as far as compilations it you know it was a good selection of songs so they did pretty good on it um i still preferred uh double platinum over that um even though i want to say it has almost all the same songs on it, except you know you got two sides of the coin right on there um plastic on the american ca- version on oh, the american version okay yeah. all right plaster caster um Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the American version versus the other one. Um, I guess you're not counting the new one, Kiss World. I guess in this in this uh, <laughs> compilation thing, because that's a new compilation, right? Um, yeah, there's been 15, you... 15 compilations since this, so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was still relevant, I think, at that point for a Kiss compilation to come out. Yeah, and so, it hasn't turned into what it has. Yeah, so yeah, this this one totally made sense. So yeah. I mean, it's around the time that uh, the popularity and it's uh, like they're going to sell gangbusters. I don't know how much it's actually sold. Maybe Julian knows how many copies this one sold, but um, Double Platinum was it for me pretty much as the the go-to. Um, I do like the Kiss uh, Chikara one from Japan. Uh, that was a good selection. Kind of kind of had a mix uh, and more you know 80s thrown in there. It didn't ignore the 80s like some of some of the other compilations do and what kiss seems to do they they seem to ignore the 80s except for maybe uh look it up just gonna say to answer your question the only thing i see as far as sales is that it went gold in argentina with thirty thousand, and platinum in australia with seventy thousand australia sold yeah so but i mean yeah and it also charted Pretty decently in uh, in Australia, it made to number eleven and seventy seven on the Billboard two hundred in ninety seven. Yeah. It's interesting though that they had so many different versions of it. There's a Mexican version, Japanese version, European and Australian version, and the the U.S. version. And for me, I've this is the one comp album I've never had. It's the one that. I think I think at that point I was just done with compilations because I was excited about the one previous the, the which one is that you wanted the best you got the best and because I was so like disappointed of what was on it I just you know as soon as they announced this one I was just like oh, whatever I I just didn't I just didn't even bother to to get it but I mean the one thing I found always odd about it is that they had two sides of the coin on it I mean I thought that was a really odd song to put in a compilation considering that I wouldn't call that a hit or anything by any stretch of the imagination. It's a great song. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's 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 a decent song, but it's not I don't know if it's in the same caliber as the rest of the songs on that record, you know, so but you know, maybe just to make it different they threw something in like that, but it's it's not really one I I was looking forward to or nor did I even get. But I'm I'm with Ken. For me Double Platinum is the way to go if you want a compilation record. There's no finer Kiss comp, period. 
I'd like so to. So I suppose I, 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 do I now have to say something about Greatest Kiss? Something Please, positive? yes. Please <laughs> well, chime in. I, guess I don't like the, I don't like the talk that much. So, I was lucky. I was in Scotland at the time, so, um, it came out in '96 in Europe, and I thought it was fantastic because it was the first taste of the remasters, and we wouldn't get those for a little bit longer. I think it was the first one I also got, you know, sent to me from Phonogram in London which I just started kind of reaching out to record labels saying, I've got this website, Mr. Blackwell's Kiss Experience. Like, can I, you know, have some free shit, you know? Um, <laughs> and, and then they gave me sets of the remasters to give away and Carnival of Souls and all that shit. So, you know, it, it's kind of like a happy memory for me. Is it the best one? No, but it was really good product for, it was way better than you wanted the best in that the stuff sounded really good. Whereas the stuff on you wanted the best obviously sound fucked up from the first time you heard it. You said that there's nothing, there's something wrong with this. It's Paul just re-recorded his vocals. You knew it right from day one. And what the fuck are we doing with a Jay Leno interview? I mean, come on, on a, <laughs> yeah, right. everything that Bob Conti said or um, Robert Conti said on uh, Three Sides of the Coin about that album. Yeah, okay. Um, Greatest Kiss was good, but my my compilation is and always has been double platinum because that was the first one I bought becoming a fan because they had the most songs on it and those sounds of those songs. I'm also very partial. I'll admit it to smashes because again, I was in Britain at the time and actually no, I was in Singapore at the time when that one came out, but I was in Britain in the, uh, at Christmas when I did get it. So having crazy nights and I think reason to live on the British version of that and you know, the remixes I listened to a lot and I listened to those new songs a lot for a little while and then it went in the fucking rack and never got played again um, so you know Smash yeah. is double platinum first greatest kiss is uh, you know a, it sold 413 as of March uh, 2012 thousand thousand oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> but by this point it probably could be certified gold because probably should yeah i would imagine sure it is psycho circus how many so psycho circus at the same time was only 481 and was certified gold and there you go i mean i was excited when gray's kiss, kiss came out like i said it, like and julian mentioned too it was the first taste we had of those remastered songs it gave it kind of it got me excited for the remasters that were going to come out starting later that summer. Um, Kiss was touring the United States at the time on their Lost Cities tour, which I saw. So, I mean, I was really on a Kiss high at the time. New album, live, new live version of Shout It Out Loud. I mean, I was senior in high school. I ate it up. I was excited for it. So, I mean, the timing, like, the timing was good. They were doing a U.S. run of the tour to help promote the, the tour. Not that the tour needed a whole lot of the reunion tour needed a whole lot of product or something to sell tickets because we all know it did very well on its own. But, but, it, but it made sense at the time as opposed to maybe some of these compilations now that you just kind of scratch your head and it doesn't make sense. The timing doesn't make sense. The, the whole idea of it doesn't make sense. But it did at the time, and I was excited. I remember, I think I was in high school, and I think for some reason we were out doing something, and I was able to buy it on my lunch break actually from high school, like the day it came out, like. We went to somehow, I think we were out doing something with a with band or something, and we went to McDonald's, and there was a music store next door, and I ran next door so I could buy it, so I didn't have to buy it after school. I remember doing that. For some reason, we, I remember we were out, and I bought it, like, the day it came out on my lunch break. But 
but it was an, it was an exciting time. But I still go back. I'm with you guys that that double platinum is the standard as far as Kiss compilations go. It highlights the original six albums. It's it's fantastic. So it's a bit it's a bit messed up in parts, but you know for the most part it's right. you know it, it's really good. So um, just a quick poll: How many people did buy Kiss World? Okay. Fifty yep. percent <laughs> of us here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't buy everything. Um. No, I didn't. I did not buy Greatest Hits Live from that fucking awful company, whatever they were. Concert Live. <laughs> I I, Greatest Hits well, Live. I, I let me put it this way. Actually, I did buy it, but they didn't. Sucker too. They did not deliver it. So. Okay. They didn't deliver it. Oh, nice. No. That's fun. Was that the Just, uh, great? I'm sorry, the greatest hits live from the uh, Sonic Boom tour, or, mm-hmm. right? It was or, really like from. It was really a live, like a live, from the, a live 35. Live 35. I'll do it. Right, live 35. Yeah, I had that one. I also had the one uh, from Oakland. That show. That that same. Oh, the, the concert. Oh, the actual uh, full Oakland show. The rock, the rock yeah, the I got a few of those. Oh no, the Rock Nation. I have that one too, and that was a, that was con- that was Concord, like, California. Like that North American 2009 when you could get the CD after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I I got that one. So yeah, that was and then there's a and then there's a compilation of all the songs they performed on that tour. Yeah, the the best of the concert. best of a live 35. I have that. That's actually that's actually pretty it's good. That's pretty good. Yeah, they did pretty good. Um, I uh, there a suggestion maybe? I mean, if I, I wish they would have done something like this on the compilation. You know, they they kind of they're running out of ideas, you know, obviously, um, on some of these. Um, How can we repackage? This I song? wish they would have done like a, you know, updated double platinum and done a like a uh, call it triple platinum. Expand the songs, triple platinum. You have more songs on there. What do you I want don't on know. There? Call it triple platinum. Uh, what do I want on it? I would I want stuff that came uh, after well the double platinum stuff plus what came after it Um, maybe they could do some mixing on that stuff you know just kind of some remixing like they did on double platinum um, just to keep in that you know style what they were doing going for back then so if they do something with uh, some of the you know the 80s stuff uh, well actually the late 70s you know I was made for love you they could have put the long version of I was made for loving you they could put uh, also the dirty living kind of extended version on there right and then they could do stuff uh, maybe something from creatures I don't know about no well, maybe they'll even um, I or whatever um, and then look you know lick it up they can add start adding the more of the 80s stuff in there lick it up heavens on fire of course the staples um, but maybe something a switch of it, you know, a switch to uh, on how some of these songs were mixed, or it maybe extended. Sometimes you have a, a fade out on songs instead of a hard ending. Maybe they had a a hard ending at some point and then keep that in, you know, that kind of stuff that comes when you go back to the tapes and see these things. So I don't know. That's what I would do. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Julian's not on Julian's board. Julian's shaking his head. Nope. Nope. You wouldn't buy it? Wait, nope. you bought Kiss World. Come on. <laughs> no, I'd still buy it. I wouldn't be on board, but I'd still buy it. 
<laughs> it seems like one of those things that people would probably get, but I I mean it, it's all it's it all depends again like whether or not they would be able to find half this stuff to remix it you know. It, it, you know they always seem to find some excuse why they can't do it. That's the one thing about Kiss that kind of becomes bothersome with me is that there's a hundred thousand reasons why not to do it, but they can never find that one reason to do it. You know. Yeah, yeah but you know I would be down with the vinyl reissue of the Millennium Collection. <laughs> so. The Millennium. Millennium. Uh, oh, oh, the three, the three. Yeah. Put the three of those out on vinyl because each of the, them is about one record's worth of material. I mean, they're both, they're sure. all pretty short CDs. I think twelve oh, yeah. tracks for one. Um, you know, so that, that's just the stupid stuff. I can or the very about. best of Kiss on vinyl. On green vinyl, it's got to be green. Okay. I th- <laughs> I, no, I think that I think that would look really cool. But if, if they don't want to use uh, if they don't want to use a members or a color, then put it out on like silver, you know, or gold colored vinyl. Um, they can mix rainbow, all, yeah. rainbow it with all the four colors, right? Yeah, but those four colors mixed together just look like uh, crayon vomit. <laughs> crayon vomit. Is that after you eat the crayons? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, Julian, you recently bought. But a compilation album that you weren't real happy with. Did I? I don't fucking remember. Yeah, you were complaining about it last week uh, when you weren't on the show. <laughs> Jog my memory, because I don't remember anything. It's that bad, you forgot about it. It's that no, bad. I, you were upset about it, though. It was, I, I, uh, I've been that busy. We talked about it on the show last week, and you weren't on. It was... You guys are at the... I need some time kill music here while I try to find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I was just going to fucking bear. Nice one. Yeah, Julian, Julian go, get, go get, a, get a refreshment here, and I'll think of the album that you bought that you weren't happy about. I found another Yeah, I remember one. he showed it on his Facebook. He did. Now this yeah. this is a was a pretty good compilation. Uh, this one here. What's that? The, the Kiss Gold. The Kiss Gold yeah. that came That's a, with. That is actually really good. That that okay. was a decent package, right? Um, Repacked with uh, the exposed DVD. Disc, one. Yeah, Mine it, came exactly. without exposed in it. Yeah, this one has exposed. I opened exposed. it up and it was missing exposed. So it was it was underexposed. Right, it was missing yeah, so exposed. It was. I mean, <laughs> I got the two CDs that missed the DVD. Yeah, it had the booklet. Un- and, unexposed. Uh, exposed as the third disc there. And, and then they released that as a CD package, then too, like six months or a year later. Yeah, it has a, a little booklet with all the songs, and hopefully they did some cool stuff. They I made mean, a good picture in the middle. Julian, to refresh your memory, the CD you bought was Kiss the Artist Collection, and you were you were quite upset about it. Hold on. <laughs> you remember? Uh, what, what? Which one was it? Kiss. Kiss the artist. The oh, artist that collection. One. He was quite upset about it. But this was... Do you have that, Ken? I don't have that. The one he got? No. Yeah. No. Actually, it's one of the few I don't have. I I hadn't even seen it before. It's on deep discount. Like 26 bucks for songs you already have. I was thinking of getting icons. uh, 
Oh, Icons is fantastic. I'm gonna get I, that. Icons is really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's actually, so. it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. There buy. it is. That's what I was so, talking about. This is Kiss oh, the yeah. Artist Collection from Canada, Mark. Uh oh. And all it is is oh. Kiss and Love Gun in a fucking sweet action, flimsy ass <laughs> print. I mean, it's not so just live technology. Yeah, and it was 20-something bucks, and each one of these remaster CDs sell for like five bucks brand new. So I got totally shafted, and I'm an idiot for not doing my due diligence and checking what the fuck it was before buying it. So uh, Bob Ezrin's probably behind it. Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) This was was a good one. What is that? Visuard. From Spain. Oh. 14 14 of the same fucking songs I already got 19 copies of, so... (laughs) <laughs> Chronicles. Chronicles kind of pisses me off because they could have done something cool. Remember that one Chronicles that came out and it was just Kiss, Dressed to Kill, and Hotter Than Hell. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it, and they could have like, done something like, really it, cool and repackaged it and called it the originals and put it out on CD. Chronicles? And that, called, a, that, was, that was a Rush Greatest Hits called No, it's Chronicles. called Chronicles. Oh, yeah, that's what right. It's Rush either. That'd be right. And, it was a record company putting it out, and fine if the record company was to put out a a, a compilation type box set with the th- first three CDs, great. But call it the originals, put the original packaging to it, and put it on a CD. That would have been kick ass. But they didn't. Yeah. And you, and you opened it better. up, and it literally was the three remastered CDs just repackaged. Yeah, they did that with a bunch of bands. Um, Cheap Trick. I was at Amoeba of the weekend. They had. Cheap Tricks Chronicles, and it was just, you know, I think it was the first three albums of theirs, you know, just in that long box kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like it's like leftover stock that I guess they didn't have the freaking uh, inserts for that they just had new covers, you know, excess stock of CDs. How do we get rid of them? Well, let's do ten thousand of these. I'm sure there's ten thousand morons out there who are gonna buy it. And yeah, I bought it. <laughs> yeah, they, I got one of those like that too, where it was like a good little cardboard box but it had the first album destroyer dress to kill um i think love gun and then it had one of the greatest hits albums in there as well it was like a five cd collection yeah they do but it was just you could tell it was just the remaster in one of those like album replication cd covers you know what i mean yeah how they reproduce the album covers there and that was that was it it was it was it wasn't anything too spectacular but you know I'm in uh, full-on Mark Cicchini mode today. Mark, hope you're having a good holiday. Um, how about this one? Five classic yeah, Kiss albums. Yeah, I did not that's get the one I just got. And again, it's the same thing. That's, that's, another, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's yeah. the one. Do you want to know what's really pathetic? Is that there's a second version of it that has mini... Yeah, mini that's CD. the one I... Oh, you have both of them. <laughs> you have both of them, yeah, right? That's the one that I have. And I think I'm bad. And then there's you guys. Yeah, so... I, <laughs> I don't even have that. Yeah. I don't even have that. That's that's saying something if I don't. So so that is a Kiss compilation hell. Lonnie, can you move on from this because I'm up and down. To what about what? Oh, I got one more. What, I got one more. What about the best of Green series? That was a Canadian release, also. I have it. Me too. The best of Green. Best of Green. Best is that like of, those, those recycled? Those printed kind of on things? recycled paper. It's another Canadian. Yeah. Okay. So basically, it's toilet paper. The people have shit on that's been turned into a digipack for Kiss CD. Thank you, Kevin. I'm not saying anything about the music. Recycled right? Bob Ezrin toilet paper. Man. 
got to bring Ezra back into it somehow. Oh, Ezra, you're gonna get. You will end up shitlisted. Yeah. <laughs> like Julian. We we talked about Julian being shitlisted last week. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and, and you were totally off. So. No. Yeah, I guess we were. Now that totally. you said. Yep, totally, that, totally wrong from your about comment, it. From your comment just a minute ago, we were totally off with the minute. Yep. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to something a little more fun. It's not going to get Julian so angry. <laughs> How about this? Would, do you think, it's 2017, we are approaching the five-year anniversary of Monsters release. It's been almost five years since Kiss put out a new album. At this point, do you think Kiss will put out another full full length album before they officially call it a day. And if so, how would you want it presented? Design your design your last Kiss studio album. Well, I'm going to say that I I think they I hope they will. I think they will just do one more. I mean, Paul mentioned it, of course, but then it we haven't heard anything new about them doing it, um, but maybe with some of the downtime, since they haven't been touring as much, uh, they might have time to get into the studio and uh, you know do one. And I know Gene keeps talking about that one song, that some anthem, uh, you know, your wishes are command or something like that. Um, All the kids with painted faces as well. <laughs> there you the go. other one. It's the next rock and roll night. So. I hope it's a cross between destroyer and creatures. Yeah, yeah. I hope they do <laughs> and, it. And, I, and revenge. <laughs> yeah, I know they can do stuff with you know the vocals. If Paul's having a little bit of trouble in the studio, I know they can fix it. You know, and if if there's some problems, but uh, I'd like to see one more one more attempt. Uh, I don't want Monster to be the last album. I don't think that's a good last album for them. I, I want them to hit it good. Oh. Ouch. Well, I'm sorry. So, yeah, because I go back to saying what I what I always said is I do not want Psycho Circus to be the last album. So, you know, with Sonic Boom, with Monster, I, I'm, I'm good if they decide, no, we just we don't have the inclination to be creative anymore. We're just mm-hmm. stuck in our past and that's all we want to do. Um, would I like a new album from them? Yes. But I really want an expanded format of the band where they bring Ace back in to do some songs, where they bring Peter back in to do some songs and pay them appropriately for it. That they keep (laughs) Tommy and Eric in the band as well, but they have Ace and, you know, Ace playing on the songs that he does and sing on them. You know, that they bring in all the living members of the band to, you know, to be a a proper coda, Um, including Vinny, even if they need to do something like go into the vaults and do like the Beatles did with Anthology 1 and 2, and they tried to do a 3, go to the demos so that Vinny and Eric Carr are represented, and who knows if there's anything from Mark St. John that could be used, but I would like them to kind of gather all the leaves together one last time, do an album, whether it's a double album because of these extra people you know, being brought back in, you've got your core current lineup doing, you know, you know, give give Eric and Tommy a couple songs each per album, even if they're, you know, singing, you know, Paul's stuff or, you know, Gene for that matter. Just bring it all to an end. Um, is Bruce, Bruce Foster still alive? Because obviously he did piano on Nothing to Lose. If he is, get him in to do piano on one song. You know, just kind of all, the, all these little threads. 
Um, I just want to say, though, what you're saying is something that is like Alice Cooper's doing right now. Kind yes. of, right? Yes. If, if they could follow kind of. follow the, that lead. Like, look, what, Alice can do it. Alice can... You know, he's got that EP, right, that he's putting on Paranormal exactly. with, yeah. with the uh, with the original band, the surviving members so, of the original right. band. Something so like why that. the fuck not? You know, if he can do it, why can't why can't Kiss? Exactly. They, they've looked yeah. to Alice for inspiration all their career. My my opinions of how these final album or a final album could or should be changes on a day to day basis as I hear of ideas from other bands. You know nothing. You know I, I'm not consistent in how I think it should be done. I would just like them to care about their music enough to go out and you know paul i want to do one more power ballad i gene i want to do one more demon song right you know just not necessarily even think about performing any of them in concert just do the fucking album go out there and play rock and roll all night because that's all you want to do that's all people care about people don't care you know for the most part about monster even if we freaked out when say yes in the set list it's just not the same so do something Try and gather it all together. Get Eric Carr in there. Get Vinny. You know, you're not a fan. You know, I, I was just gonna say that I, I think that that's a really good idea. And I had to run out here out of the room for a second because I had to get something because <laughs> I. Sorry. <laughs> now, the, the, you had a phrase. Froze. Hold on, you froze. <laughs> oh, am I, am I unfrozen again? Yeah, for now. Ahead. You're good. Okay, I was going to say, I have to come clean with something. Now, I think it's a good idea to do what exactly what Julian said, to bring in all these people. And one person I think that they should bring back, and I, I don't know if I caught all of what Julian said before while I was gone there, but one person that I think they should bring back, and this might be an absolute shock that I'm going to hear this from my mouth, is I think they should bring back Bob Ezrin. Okay. Mark are, now, you, Mark, are you taking drugs today? Now, hang on. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Yesterday, I went to the store, and I bought this. Oh, Deep Purple. Oh, New Deep nice. Purple. And if you look in the back, Mr. Bob Ezrin produced this. Yeah, yeah. Okay? This record is excellent. I was shocked, like totally shocked when I put this in my car stereo and listened to it. I thought, wow, this is really good. And this is done by guys who are, like, older than the KISS guys, okay? And if Bob Ezrin can work his magic with these guys and get an excellent record out of them, I have hope that he could do the same with KISS. Because, you know, like I said, I know that he did some... Ezra and Magic to pull this together and make it sound good. It sounds phenomenal. I mean, sure, they have Steve Morris. He's not that old a guitar player, but the rest of them are, they're up there, you know? And it sounds awesome. Like, it sounds like these guys are like 30, 40 years old on this record. It's it's incredible. The production of it is so punchy and uh, everything about this album I thoroughly enjoy. And I got to hand it to Bob that he did a great job on this, Okay. And this is what I was talking about before, how I don't like what he did with Destroyer, but I like what he does on something like this, mm -hmm. right? Because I think that he took what they wanted to do and he went along with it and turned it into a really good album rather than to change it up and make it into something that they weren't, right? And I really think that if he took Julian's idea and combined it with Bob, 
Ezrin in the picture, I think that they could make an album equal to this. I really think they could. I wonder how many copies that sold. Well, uh, to me personally, I don't care if it sold 10. But Gene but does. I think, okay, yeah. but I think, though, that That's it's a problem. great record. He, d he doesn't care about a great record. He, he, he wants the money up front. He wants to be given a 500,000 advance per album like the old days, and then, the old, like and then, the old phonogram contract, and, and then, then get 500,000 for advertising because he doesn't realize that it's 2017, not 1987. Yeah. He doesn't care that you don't care how many albums it's sold. Well, <laughs> well then, uh, you know what? He's, he's living in his own dream world then because, you know, everybody else seemed to be able to move on and move forward with that, but he just can't seem to. But that's right, his but loss. It, no, he's Gene Simmons and we're not. Yeah. His, his world looks pretty decent. You know, he gets to do a lot of fun shit with other people's money. Sounds good to me. But, you're, you're, you know, I, I totally agree with, with what you said about what Bob has done with Deep Purple. The last two albums, he's built a relationship with them. You know, he did Purple and Dicular, whatever it was called, the, the previous album. And what did called? Remember the question mark one? Oh, so that's the one before that. So, yeah. you know, they've continued making music, though. They've stayed active. Kiss hasn't. And Kiss has lost that um, kind of edge. Whereas they've done, they're, you know, they're doing rodeos and circuses and deep yeah. purple isn't. State fairs. Yeah. Kind of a difference. Yeah. Lonnie. I'd like to see him do another album. I mean, it's hard to believe that it's been five years since Monsters come out. Because um, they only waited a couple of years in between Sonic Boom and Monster and I guess at the time I was hopeful that maybe they were going to continue this tread trend and maybe by 14 or 15 we'd we'd get a third album from this lineup. I'd like to see another album just from this lineup just for the sake of it is Kiss. It's like Kiss is kind of theme. Like I guess in my opinion they have three albums. You know how they started off. They had three albums and then a, and then a live and then three albums and then another live album. I'd like to see another live. I mean, another studio album from this lineup, and then maybe end it with a final live recording from the last official Kiss show, if you will, and go out, do do one more studio album, go out on one more final tour, and end it with a live album, kind of like Motley Crue and, the, and them did with how they end that no, and, and I'm not saying that you know I'm not trying to bring the Motley Crue album into it but in that same vein anyway and say what you want about Kiss Live right now I'd still like to see him end it in that vein I mean Vegas still sounded great and, and I know Vegas was for, was 2014 but that that album sounds great sounds excellent you can still go in and, and touch things up and make it sound you know worthy so I'd like to see it I like your guys' idea of bringing back past members but I don't see e I don't see egos allowing that to happen like Alice Cooper has done. I guess because you don't have two two guys in the same character makeup, and I mean if you didn't get along if you didn't get along for 
20 minutes to do to play at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't see Eric and Peter Chris or Tommy and Ace getting in the same studio to record an album you, together. You know what, though? I also think that Alice Cooper is more an artist and Gene Simmons more a businessman. I think that's the main Connect Canadian Wi-Fi. Jeans. Did I get screwed up again? Yeah, Canadian Wi-Fi is messing up on you. It's fucking Wi-Fi, I'm telling you. (laughs) Okay, I was saying, Alice is an artist. Gene Simmons is a businessman. That's really the reason why Alice is doing cool shit, and Gene just sits on his rear end and just, well, if I don't get $500,000, I'm not doing it. Okay, so why did he write with uh, Ace Frehley recently? Is that business? He's investing in the future? What fucking future? Maybe. <laughs> it could have been just for fun, you know. Okay, so he he's not an artist, but he'll just do stuff for fun? That That's what I'm not getting with, with this thing on Gene. I mean, Gene's an enigma. I, I don't think any of us know what he is from one day to the next. I think sometimes he gets up and puts on his creative boots and wants to go out and play music with a band on his own. Some days he wants to get up and be nice with Ace Frehley and co-write songs. And then he doesn't want to make a record. I, I think you have to get him on the right day. You know, it, he's he's like El Glorious Leader at the moment, that you just never know what you're going to get out of him. You get him in the right mood, in the right way, that you could probably get him into the studio recording an album before he even knew what he was doing. And that's kind of how I see Gene. I mean... It, he may sound off about, I'm not getting paid, I'm not getting paid. There's six billion plays on Spotify, and he only got 43.95. Yeah, But <laughs> I think with being manipulated in the right way or you know, just being persuaded in the right way, he could do it. So it's not, not necessarily about the art. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, you're, you, you look, look, you're probably right. But I still always, I've always thought that, you know, Alice's, I just thought that, I always think that Alice seems to want to continue to do stuff. You know, it's like what Nikki Six used to always say, you know, artist wants to make art, right? Alice wants to make music. I mean, look at the yeah. look at Brutal Planet, Dragon Town, the eyes of Alice That's Cooper. That's what I'm saying, you know. You know, he just kept going and he going. and putting them out, along, putting them out. along came a spider, and then, you know, a nightmare too i mean the guy is a machine continues to make music and it's always got that alice stamp on it it's always but it's always a little bit different depending on his cast of players and he's got a fantastic group so why can't kiss do the same thing that's that's what i'm saying i mean (laughs) i don't know i i don't i I just think it's paul Paul, paul is driving the ship so i think it's whatever he decides is how it's going to go. Well, that ship is then called the Exxon Valdez. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the creative fire just burns a little hotter in Alice than it does in Kiss. And Mm -hmm. Kiss is very content being a nostalgia band at this point. Yeah, but Paul carries the load so many times. He did it in the 80s. This freaking ship has been on his shoulders for how many years? You know, how about letting Tommy and Eric drive then and tell the two old guys what to do? You know, 
let them have let them have their moment. I mean, if it's going to be one last Kiss album, how about letting someone else drive? I mean, Paul says he has no interest in doing it unless he's in control. How about saying it? Fuck it. I'll just show up for work every day and do what you tell me to do, you know, and let you do it. You know, you want me to be like Freddie Mercury on his deathbed? I'll sing anything. Bring me something to sing. I'll sing it. Do what you can with it after the fact. You know, yeah. just uh, you bring me something. I will work with it. You put it together. It, you know, the Freddie Mercury way might be a good way to kind of go about it. Mm-hmm. And they did end up with a record out of it. I don't know? see that happening. Well, yeah, uh, I don't want to get into a, a review of Made in Heaven. But, <laughs> but we could have some redos of Live to Win stuff on it, I guess, if you're going to do it like they did for that final no. Queen album. No Live to Win. I don't. I don't, I don't see. I, I really don't see a Kiss album happening without Paul Stanley being in total control. Of it. But wasn't time. he? But wasn't he also saying that he was? He wanted like some sort of a. I think it wasn't. It, somebody said that he was looking for a really huge drum sound, and everybody started talking about. Well, maybe then exactly. Michael James Jackson will come back or something. And Imagine that. Everyone's been talking about Michael James Jackson, and all of a sudden. Well, it's because of the mention of the, you know the cruise I mentioned the cruise and Paul saying at one point that if we do another kiss album I want to have a big drum sound like creatures and people are connecting the dots in their head thinking oh kiss is going to make a new album Michael James Jackson is going to produce and then Michael James Jackson's on the cruise right but you, <laughs> but you don't but you don't need him for the big drum sound you need Nico Wallace yeah. Was, I believe his name. I probably didn't pronounce it correctly. Michael James Jackson mm-hmm. was the producer, the guy who did the actual capturing of the sound and the setting up of it was someone else. But who knows? I mean, Michael James. I'd take, I would take him over Ezra any day for the final album. When you go back to those, you know, Killers and Creatures and look it up, how bombastic everything sounded. Yeah. <clears throat> I love it. Good how good the production was that any of the kind of the weaknesses that we perceive in Sonic Boom and Monster I, I don't think anyone would have those sorts of uh, criticisms against the stuff Michael James Jackson did with the band mm-hmm. there's other stuff that you could raise as being you know problematic but a lot of it's subjective yeah I agree I'd love to have it <laughs> but I don't know I'm pessimistic on it happening yeah, but, you know, it's not interesting that we're all so uncertain about it, you know, like, <laughs> you, you would think that, that you know, with, if you were to ask maybe half the people on the board, they'd be all, like, all over that, like, yeah, yeah, man, for sure, they gotta do it, you know, but... No yeah. one on the board speaks like that, Mark, they'd be like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> 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 I don't have any... Not doing it without Ace. Talking. Can't do it without yeah. Mark's a dick. Yeah, that, 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 that's the thing I heard a few times already. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. Well, I think that's our show for the week. We just hit on a bunch, a bunch of a uh, few different topics. Talked about some recent kiss shows. Talked about our thoughts on Gene doing a studio album our thoughts on compilation albums briefly and our thoughts of KISS were to do another studio album. 
kind of pessimistic views on maybe all three topics today, but that's <laughs> the way it goes sometimes. But thank put you. On, put on your beer goggles, people. Yeah, thank you, Julian, for joining us and guiding guiding us through this week's three-topic show. Instead of a three-hour tour, it was a three-topic show. So thank you. 135 episodes. Listen to them all on iTunes. You watch them on YouTube. We're on Spreaker, Google Play. Where else, Julian? Vimeo. Ah, yes, Vimeo. <laughs> comment on the FAQ, comment on YouTube. Thanks for watching the KISS FAQ podcast. You stay classy, KISS Army. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.